Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Boys, good afternoon. Uh, welcome to Coming in Hot. Brent Wallace alongside Jason York, Bobby Ryan. Uh, Bobby, it looks like more and more there's going to be stuff missing from your house as we do more shows. This might be entertaining. By the end, there'll be like no shelving in the back. No, we're, I'm taking it right off the wall. <laughs> I only come over. I I, I'm, I got another truckload full of stuff today. I'm, I'm only here because the internet's so good here. And um, you'll be happy to know it's getting boosted at my house this week over there. So all good things coming for the pod. I, I, I look forward to it. Uh, Yorkie, it is a big day for you. Um, Why so? What's going on? De- December 4th, 1992. You made your NHL debut against the Minnesota North Stars. Thought that was yesterday. Is that yesterday? Well, whatever. Today, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, somebody. It's a guy by the name of Sean Ryder. He tweets it out every year. Today was the first uh, the day Jason York played his first NHL game, and I sent back a reply. No, I told a story. I, I I tweeted out. I almost missed that game, Wally. Like I don't know when you got when when you, I don't even remember, Bob. But when you get called up for your first game, nobody tells you really what to do. Nothing. You're sitting in the minor. You're sitting in the minors. You get the call. I get the call from the coach at the time, a guy named Newell Brown. First of all, I didn't even believe him. Hung up on him. Told this story before. I thought it was one of the boys playing a prank on me. I thought it was Bob Bugner trying to like pull yeah. a fast one on me. So I hung up. Calls back. You know, you're going up, and then all of a sudden you realize you're getting called up, and then you get to the plane, and then I land in Detroit. I'm like, all right. Somebody going to be here with a sign or something? Am I getting picked up? Like, what's going on here? I wait about 20 minutes. Finally, I call the I call the rink. I had the trainers like, get in the cab, you idiot. You're supposed to get. I'm like, well, nobody told me. Like, <laughs> just the first. There. I'm just standing there waiting for somebody with a York sign or something. I actually, um, my first game was in London, England, and it was the year after the Ducks won the cup. So I made the team out of training camp, but they don't tell you whether you're like that day where they're sending the last guys down. I obviously yeah. I had a four banger the night before. I think I had a four assist the night before. So Ooh. I was like, I think I made the team, but nobody told me. And then I just got the text that said the plane leaves for England. You got to check out of your hotel. I'm like, I'm going to England and nobody's Ooh. telling me a thing. I was <laughs> so it's just it's just yeah, they check you out of the hotel. I had to leave my bags in storage at the oh. hotel because they didn't want to pay for my room while I was gone. It was it's a mess. It's it's, it's a mess nightmare. Well, the dog's <laughs> trying to escape. Oh. Dog became like an internet sensation for a day there. She's given every give. She likes to give me the side. I hear I gotta let her. I gotta let her down. She's in <laughs> fidgety, Charlie. But uh, listen, I know we got to start the show. But it's to Bob's point. Like it's so weird. One of the worst experiences ever. I went out to do warm up in Chicago. They pulled me off after warm up and said, "You're going down." Uh, no. we want you to. We but we want you to play tonight. It was an afternoon game what? in Chicago. So I had to, one of the most demeaning things ever I had to do, pack my bag and then walk. This is old Chicago stadium. Well, you guys ever been in old Chicago stadium? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm navigating because people are coming in through the gate for the game. Right. So I've got my Red Wings bag over my shoulder. I'm navigating through the lobby, trying to get by people because I got to get out of the building. And then I go down through there. And then because they told me to take a cab, I had to go through the building. There were no calves at the loading dock. So bag over the shoulder. People are coming in. Go outside. Hail a cab with my gear. It's the Gerard Gallant treatment. I got the Gerard Gallant treatment. And then (laughs) go get on the plane. Land in Albany, New York. And then it's an hour to Glens Falls, New York. So then I, I I get picked up. I make it for the second period of my game in the minors that night. 
That's incredible. Still, still, still scored a couple though, boys. <laughs> I wish I could find this score sheet right now. Why I don't oh, believe this. Funny you say, uh, Gerard Gallant <laughs> played in, uh, with you in your first game. Oh, what um, a great, what a, what a great guy he is. That's why he keeps getting jobs. Everybody loves him. He's such a good guy. I, I can just see Yorkie going through Chicago Stadium. Excuse me. Excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse uh, me. Pardon me. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Like you was so, you know who was really pissed? Paul Coffey was so pissed off. He was snapping on the coaches. Oh, what the fuck? He goes, you bring the, you call the kid up and you don't play him. This is fucking bullshit. This is bullshit. He goes, I won't play then. He goes, like he was willing to not play so I could play. Wow. Like I'm just going up the stairs to Chicago Stadium, going up to play in this awesome building. I get the tap from assistant. Uh, sorry, York, you're not going tonight. I'm like, no. <laughs> you so your the lineup you had in your first game, Dino Cicerelli, Gerard Gallant, Vladimir Konstantinov, Nick Lidstrom, Keith Primo, Bob Probert, Ray Shepard, Mike Sillinger, Paul uh, Paul Eisenberg, Steve Eiserman. Like, what a group! Crazy, yeah, amazing. I think I think the cap, like, it'd be. A, I'm pretty sure our cap was close to 80 million back then. Like, it was nuts. Like, guys were making big coins because there's no cap back then. Well, I just remembered when you guys were at, well, Detroit was adding Dino Cicerelli and Brett Hall. Mm-hmm. Like they were, anybody was available at the deadline. They were putting on the yeah. roster. Yeah. Not but, great. If you're not great, if you're a young guy, no, 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 it's not good for your development, but that's how they always like, <laughs> they develop well in the minors. Well, they don't have any choice. There's no choice. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. Moving on to the sends. Uh, as always, this show brought to you proudly by Botano. Go to Botano.ca. Download the award-winning app, the 2023 EGR Award winner for both the best sportsbook operator of the year and best in place sports operator. Uh, visit botano.ca, the fastest, most user-friendly and advanced betting app for your uh, mobile or tablet. Hundreds of betting options for all things hockey and nearly every other sport on the planet. Live in-game betting and the most competitive odds in the market. Botano, the game starts now. Now, gentlemen, the Suns split the weekend, so they, they don't play very well in Columbus, let's say. Then they post a shutout. Is, is this exactly what we think the season is complete dr jekyll and hyde we don't know what team shows up from a nightly basis no clue no clue. i don't even know how to i don't even know how to do a lock of the day at this point um <laughs> we, we didn't do a lock of the day for the second game of the weekend right uh, we didn't God. no yeah, so I, I was gonna I pick the, the, uh, i was gonna take seattle yeah yeah, I, 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 I took the sense. Yeah, but, I took the you know, I, No, you didn't. <laughs> uh, I think you're firmly in trend in last place, finally. But oh, it's terrible. Terrible. I watched that Columbus game. And Yorkie, you and I were texting because uh, I know you were in Elmira, I want to say, right? Mm-hmm. And I just, I think my first text was, how fucking bad is this hockey game? <laughs> and you said you weren't watching. And pardon my language, but um, it was horrendous to watch and then they look like a completely different team the next night i i just and i would never have guessed that they come home to a team that's waiting for them that plays the way seattle does yep and forsberg the the worst goalie in the league statistically is going to pitch a shutout like you have no idea so it's mind-boggling it's mind-boggling um so jekyll and hyde is an incredible way to describe what they are right now somebody asked me on twitter saturday any predictions on tonight's game I was in a GIF kind of mood. I just tweeted back a GIF of a bottle spinning around. I'm like, whenever that bottle stops, <laughs> that's your best guess. Like, I don't know. I honestly, usually I have a fairly decent understanding of what's going to go on with a hockey team. I got no clue. I really None. don't. I get, It's None. just, who knows who's going to show up, what's going to happen. Okay, so then explain that to me as players, you not knowing what's happening on a nightly basis if you're in that room. Well, that's the thing. You... You're not aware of what kind of team you are. Um, so it's hard to get a rhythm. Wouldn't you say, York? Like, it's hard to get a rhythm. It's hard to get, Yeah. I don't want to say excited because guys get up for games no matter what. But it's hard to, it's hard to get a rhythm and it's hard to get on a roll at any point in the season when you don't know how your team is going to look. And on top of that, you don't know if you're going to get a save on any given night. That's, yeah, that's really, really frustrating. That's, you can play the a perfect the game problem. and you, yeah, you could play a perfect game, but you lose two to one or two to three to two because your goalie pitches an 85, 850. Makes it hard. So, say, yeah. Sens have a great game. Oh, their goalie played really well. Like, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, right. It's amazing how those two, how there's those correlations between those two things. So, 
if Ottawa's going to get if Ottawa's going to get back in this in this race, and they've got a huge December coming up, that's that's what has to happen. These two goalies have to start playing more consistently. That's the bottom line. Like there's every team makes mistakes, every team's going to screw up, but the teams that consistently win have the best goalies that are at least play, that are at least playing the best. Doesn't have to be the best goalies but playing the best at the time and and that hasn't been that just hasn't been the case with ottawa this year you look at the stats look at the numbers they don't lie yeah uh speaking of which i will i have a, a anton forsberg note to bring up here in our did you know which is brought to you by wendy's which is letting you uh, win real food with your fancy teams this year with the wendy's daily face-off survivor pool for those of you who dream of smoking the competition wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you winning despite your lack of winning combinations. But here's the biggest secret to lineups. It's all syrup dishes. I still, I still struggle with that. Uh, like Wendy's new limited edition chicken strips and French toast sticks. Sometimes the best teammates are the ones you'd least suspect. Uh, sign up today, Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool, to win weekly prizes like new chicken strips and French toast sticks from Wendy's and the Wendy's app. So in your, our did you know, Anton Forsberg recorded his fourth shot of his career with the 2 nothing win against Seattle. All four of his shutouts have been with the Sens, and all four of them have come on home ice. Forsberg needs just one more shutout to tie Dominic Hasek, Mike Condon, and Yanni Herme for seventh all-time on the Ottawa Senator shutout list with five. Yanni Herme. What a name. <laughs> I, played I played with him. You did too? What a, beauty, played, what, eh? a what a great guy. I'll tell you a really quick story about him. Yeah. He hated people seeking autographs, and in the minor leagues, they're way worse than the NHL, aren't they? Because of the cities that you're in. Um, yes. they're just different birds, but there's a guy that would wait outside and he would have 25 cards for you to sign. And Yanni, what Yanni said, what's your name? And I, the guy said to my name's Joe. And he wrote to Joe on 25 different ones. So the guy couldn't sell them. The guy was livid looking at him. <laughs> so good. Uh, Herbert had uh, the weird, he had that weirdest goalie body, eh? Like just those long yeah. arms. Like he's yep. like a, he's built like an orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good guy though i liked him I, oh I what a beauty what a, yeah, hey, i wasn't he, around long he's on that great video too when he's in the fight right and he's trying to get his glove off you remember that one wally the the brawl oh yes and, is that with L, I, is that la i think so and i think it's todd white that takes off because he can't get his glove off and he puts it in the bench and the guys on the bench take his glove off so they can start fighting <laughs> <laughs> that yeah i remember that la brawl that was chara who just dismantled somebody oh, anyway boy. uh those were the good old days um okay so you got good goaltending but if you're gonna rely every night on goaltending are you not going to be in trouble though <laughs> or do you just say shut up just you just need to win Go ahead, Yorkie. Sorry, I got some kind of weird. I don't know if you guys sorry about that. Some weird notification popping up on the screen. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, guys. Go ahead. Um, I was like, I'm trying so to read. What, trying to okay, what, and read this weird security this notification. Question? Okay, and what's I, this question? Know. What's this question you're answering? Answering here, this thing here. Uh, well, be more specific. Can you use it in a sentence, please? Listen, Alex. Um, I don't know. If we rely every night on the two goaltenders to have to win us hockey games, and I'm saying the mm -hmm. Senators, not not necessarily you two, is mm -hmm. are we in trouble? No. I'm saying you're not winning with an 850 save percentage. I'm sorry, you're not. No. No, you're not. But here's the thing, and I'll, I'll give our friend of the show, Ian Mendez. I read his article today. I, Ian loves the stats, loves the analytics. Um like steal this from me. And when, when Forsberg wins, his numbers are off the charts. When he loses, they're goddamn awful. Let's just have some consistency where you don't have to be all world to win games in this league. You just have to be good. Just just don't lose the game. That's it's exactly you just said it. Don't lose the game. Just make yeah. the stop and yeah. Yeah. And that's it. I will say this though to because it's easy to pile on the goalies when they have their stats. They have to stop way too many grade A chances. <laughs> way too agree. many grade A. Like yeah, right I from agree. the middle of the slot, guys walking down the pipe. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I will say that. I'm not bailing the goalies out by any stretch of the imagination yeah. saying that. Yeah. I, mean, just, I think that they're, they're they're asked to make too many 10-bellers. PK has to be better. 
you heard about the call for blocking more shots. I, I really think the Senators struggle as a group, especially there's a disconnect with the forwards and the D. The forwards don't do a great job of getting in the shooting lane and blocking shots, and then the D don't make great decisions in front of the net. And I, I've always believed this as a defenseman. You have two jobs, and you gotta do, you got to figure out in your mind, number one, when it goes to the point, what type of shot is coming at the NHL? Uh, sorry, at the net. And if it's a slap shot, you have no chance of blocking it. You got to tie up a stick. If it's a wrister, a floater, a muffin, just freaking block it. That's not the time to box out. The worst possible thing you could do is box out on a floater coming towards the net because bad shit is going to happen. I just find the Senators' defense as a group make bad judgments at determining what types of shots are coming from the point, and they're way too concerned with boxing out, that they chase guys around, they're fun, and I don't know if it's something they're being taught or it's something they do, but... Well, you hear DJ say it all the time, box out, right? Yeah, and it's... I just... That's the way I play, and that's... Like, I... That's the way I, I would do things. And I don't know if that's how what they're telling them because they could be telling them one thing and they're just not doing it. And I just I think it's an art form to to learn those little things. And it all starts with the forwards, Bob. Like they don't do a great job of getting in the lanes. They're way better against Seattle. They blocked a ton of shots. And guess what? They won the game. Like, yeah. Anyways, it's it's you it's you look at their lineup too. If you look at their guys in the lineup, there's not a lot of notorious defensive-minded shot blockers if you go through this lineup like Tarasenko, yep. Drake, Kubalik. You know, for as hard as Joseph works and for a great of a season he's had, he's not the smartest defensive player. <laughs> just a touch just, loss back there at times, eh? <laughs> well, he loses coverage and listen, I, yeah. I, I, he's had a great season. He's been yep. awesome. He's, I pick him as probably the best story so far for the team. But as a group, they just don't have a lot of smart defensive players. They don't. Um, no. Like, when, when you look at that group, Bob, I'd probably say Claude's their smartest defensive player. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah, he's I just don't their even... smartest player, period. But he's their most aware That's and Wally smart. nailed it. So what does, what does that say when Claude Drew is your smartest defensive player about your group? You got too much of the same thing. You got way too much of the same thing. And that's not to slam the players. It's just the way they're built. They're built. Yes, it is a softer team to play. So it's, yeah. I'm, I'm going to add tribute time. Who on the Ottawa Senators leads the team in block shots currently? Now, and I'll say there are two people because they're tied. Probably Hamannick. Sanderson. And the, so, uh It's Jake Sanderson. And Jacob Bernard Docker. Oh, all right. Uh, Travis Hamannick is one behind. He has 39, so it's close. But it's close, yeah. Like, would you expect those to be the guys? No. I I, I would expect any D to, to be up there oh, more than forwards. And for sure. You know what? Sanderson does a really good job of just stepping around guys, like Yorkie talked about. He steps around guys and just kind of takes them on the pads smart, the smart way. Um, so Parker Kelly, who is uh let's just say does not play a lot on the fourth line is the top shot blocker for the Ottawa Senators with 12 uh, top hmm. forward hmm. yeah i don't there know if go. that's yeah that, that's, i mean that's his job right <laughs> like <laughs> that that's his job but he's never he's on a, the ice like surely to god someone killer, else though. someone else up front can get hit by a puck yeah it's harder you than know. you think <laughs> <laughs> those guys is are harder for was it more will trying to get around you? Um, <laughs> I used to hate going out to like when a D had time and space. I used to hate it because it was you always see it on video where the D really doesn't have to move that much to get that puck around you mm -hmm. and and get it towards the net. And if you have that like that that weird window of like seven to eight feet away, and you you know with your stick extended. You know the shot's getting through. You you feel like a goalie going out there, and you're just you just know it's getting through. There's nothing you can do about it. To, to get a block shot, you have to be incredibly well positioned. I think it's it's a it's kind of an art form. It really is to to be good at it. And uh, how much does it how much does it hurt when you're when you're about 
15 feet away from the D and you take one, those are the I, ones because when, when you're close, it doesn't hurt that much. But when you're far yeah. away, when, you're, when, you, when, it, when it's got 15 feet to travel and pick up steam. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I didn't care. I said, I'm getting out of the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a guy back there making five and he's got a lot more padding. So oh, you old, <laughs> old Don, old Don Flamingo coming out to the point. You know who, and uh, he'll kill me for saying this. Do you know who the biggest Flamingo I've ever played with was? Uh, I'm going to say and Zach he, Smith. No, no. I just feel, uh, I just feel like you're going to chirp one of your buddies. Sorry, go ahead. He, he's also the toughest guy I've ever played with. Chris Neal. Oh, <laughs> would not block a shot there. You could see video of him flamingoing all the time and nobody ever said anything, but we're like, how are you tough as nails, but won't block a shot. It was just a, it was a mental glitch for him. Everybody's got one, but that was his, he, he, he would block it if it was right in front of him. But if he was going out, that foot was coming in the air. <laughs> oh, it, it hurt. It hurts even more. If you get it on the top of the laces, if you do flamingo and you get it on the top of the skate laces, that, yeah, and that one that hurts the most. Painful. It's painful. Uh, I want to move into uh, uh, talk about Ridley Gray because he's going to become well. He should be coming back in lineup, which means we got to talk about this. Uh, brought to you by Sober Carpenter, a real craft beer, no alcohol. Hold the alcohol, keep the flavor. Only 55, 60 calories per can, and especially this time of year where it's a holiday season and you want to go out, but you may not want to be able to uh, drink in the alcohol because of driving or whatever. Sober Carpenter is a perfect lifestyle choice for you. Enjoy a wide selection of beers, including Blondale, West Coast IPA, Irish Red. Look for it at Sobeys, Loblaws, Whole Foods, Metro, Farm Boy, and other retailers. Order online at SoberCarpenter.com. Get 10% off when you sign up for their newsletter. Uh, order two cases, get 15% off. Sober Carpenter, award-winning beer is so good you'll forget it's non-alcoholic. All right. So, uh, they, Bobby, you must have loved watching the game on Saturday. You right back into the Guy Boucher 11-7. and 7. Hey, did you like, man, like, I'm living the dream here watching this. <laughs> I used to, Man, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. You got like three or four X. I remember one time he was talking to Stoner and I, and we would always dress eleven seven. So that is that the time when him and I, him and I were both going going well in the playoffs and down the stretch a little bit. I was actually hurt the last four weeks of the season, but um, when we were playing well, he called us in and said, "I'm doing this so that I can get you guys extra time." And I was like, yeah. "By all means," because you feel like you're so much more involved in the game. Might be might be two extra shifts, maybe three extra shifts, but it it's dramatic when you're when you're in a flow and you feel good like i i absolutely loved it in the playoffs being able to get that extra time um, i but Guy Boucher must have he had i should have texted him he was probably watching that game going i i created that 11 and 7 <laughs> i could just see him right now <laughs> i hate 11 and 7 i can't stand sure it. oh it's brutal for d yeah that's they, awful boys used to hate it well yeah, yeah. who hated it the most um I'm trying, meth, but it didn't really, meth didn't really bitch about it. They all bitched about it because it was like you had to work a guy in, right? And it would just yep. mess things up. But most of the time, the seventh was like, oh, there, yeah, he barely I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a grocery stick. My back's going to hurt because <laughs> you're sitting like this for oh. two and a half hours. Um, and you would get worked in for, very periodically, but it would just throw things off back there. It, it, you might as well not even just play the seventh guy when you're going 11 and seven. Just because he, you get on the ice. Listen, you're going to just be here in case someone gets hurt because, because you get on the ice and you feel like a bag of crap. Like it's, you're basically a liability out there. You get out, your legs are seized up. And it's one thing when you're a forward, cause you're a winger and you screw up. Well, at least there's probably three or four more guys left to go through. But if you're that D man and you screw up cause your legs aren't moving, like you're screwed. Travis Hamannick played three shifts in the first, one in the second, and one in the third for uh, his five minutes and 17 seconds of wow. ice time in that game. And look, I mean, and look, try, he takes enough heat uh, um, as to what he brings to the table, but you're doing him a major disservice doing that. Nobody's yeah. going to play well in that regard. You just can't. You cannot make a contribution, and anything you do is going to get scrutinized because you're the seventh. So it's a lose-lose situation, and I feel bad for the player in that situation. To, to be Bob, I once I once played six minutes. I was in Boston, a little older than Travis. I was 36 at the time, and the game was like 
I shouldn't even be in the league anymore. Like I can't, I can't react to what's going on. It's going a million miles an hour. Yeah. You get on the, you get on the bench, your heart rate goes down to 80 back up. You're to 170. You're like, Jesus Christ, I got to retire. <laughs> like it's, Walk me out of here. <laughs> Uncle. I think I, I played one game. It was my first game in North America. So we played, we played against LA and England twice. It was a back-to-back situation. And we flew back. And they just buried the Anaheim Ducks that year. We had we went to Detroit for our first game, Columbus, Pittsburgh. We had like four home openers, and the boys were you know the cup was going everywhere, and everybody was bringing their A game, and they got, the guys were on a bender because they had they had won the cup, and it was like we well, got a week in England, we're gonna go everywhere with the cup and drink beer, and um, <laughs> it was a shit show. So I took I think I played two and a half minutes in my first game in North America. I went out <laughs> against Datsuk one shift. We got hemmed. And then I had a second shift that I don't, I don't think I got scored on, but I went, ah, this isn't for me. <laughs> I was no. like, I'm just gonna, even Randy was like, you're going to be right there. But I said, I know <laughs> it makes, I, I was not ready. One, one more thing on this whole 11, seven, like I do like it as uh, if you're the coach for getting your best forwards out more, it, it kind of solves your problem when you have a lack of depth up front because you, you, you get one of your top players playing with your fourth line. And it's yeah. awesome because they're going to, they're going to make those guys better. And yeah, I saw Stutzel out there with Kelly a few times in, was it Saturday? Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. 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 So you just, you're just getting your best players more. It's, it's, and it, and it elevates your fourth line. It gives you a little more trust putting them out there yep. knowing that they got some offensive capabilities now. Well, you're uh, just, pitch, it's just pitcher guys. If you're, you're, you're excited. If you're Parker Kelly, you're like, Ooh, here we go. I got studs out here. Just give him the puck. I'll go to the net. Stick on yeah, Make me a couple bucks. <laughs> here we go. Let's go get paid. So Bobby, you played a uh, seven in your first game. I think it is, or sorry, in that game against Detroit. There's no way. So, well, yeah, because he played a uh, two and a half on the power play. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. That's the worst. Hey, go out and try and dust it off after you've been sitting here against the rails for 10 well, minutes. <laughs> well, one of the things Travis Hamannick, uh, he had three shifts in the first one was a buck 14 and one was a buck 55. So I, I'm thinking that might have partially led to why he may not have seen a lot of ice. Down the say, so you're saying good things happen when he's out there. <laughs> well, he was a plus player that night. So uh, as is everybody was, I Good guess. For it, yeah. Okay. So Ridley Gregg is supposed to be coming back in the lineup tomorrow against the New York Rangers, which is great news. He's been out since the beginning of November, November 2nd. The issue is they don't have any room cap wise to put him on the roster. So somebody's coming off. And I, is this just a simple, we're moving Zach McEwen down. We're still going to have to go 11 and seven. There has to be a roster move by tomorrow to fit him on. And my question, I guess, is you have Jacob Bernard Docker. Obviously, he seems he would be the, we say, the odd man out on the blue line, although people would like him playing, and he played very well on Saturday. Uh, it's him or it's Zach McEwen, would you not say? I would agree, yes. Um, like, what are we going to do here? If you move McEwen down, does that, is, is the, are they cap compliant? They can get on. I believe they can get under the cap with Zach McEwen being down. I'm not 100% sure, but I think they can. Then that's my answer. guess. Was my guess Here's is your answer. Happened. Yeah, it's that. But simple. I mean, yeah, I like JBD's game. He's prone to some real bad. Um, I don't want to say mistakes. He's he's prone to some real bad shifts. If that if that helps. But I do. I, he's got a little bit of an edge that I like right now. Um, mm -hmm. He's throwing the body around. And I think Yorkie, you would be able to. If it feels like things are starting, I don't know how many games he's played in his career, but things like are starting to slow down for him a little bit. Yeah, they are. Yeah, so I think he's. I think he's earned a spot in the lineup for me. He's probably really on Ottawa's back end. When you look at their group of, when you look at their mix of D, he's really their only physical presence back there. Mm -hmm. So like, if you look at guys that are going to step up, throw the body around, make some hits, and he's done a nice job with that. Like he's still going to make mistakes, but to me, it's an e it's an it's an easy it's an easy thing to do. McEwen goes down. Um, if if that indeed is the fact, it clears enough space. That's that's what I would do. Like, and here's the thing: like management has no 
ties to him. They they didn't sign him to that three year contract, so it's easy for Steos and company to say, "Well, it's it's not our signing. Like we didn't do it." And I'm not saying it's the end for McHugh, and it just it hasn't been a, it hasn't been the start. I'm sure he was looking for with the Senators. Um, and yeah. so those people in the chat asking me, the Sens have hundred and forty eight thousand dollars in cap space currently, and that includes with Matthew Highmore being sent down. So that's yeah. why they still need to make another move. And so Ridley Gregg is 866, I think. Just let me double check before I... 86333, and um, obviously Zach McEwen is 700. So there is... Oh, they may not have enough space. That's like a $20,000 difference. Anyway. Yeah, um, I'd, be inter- I'd be interested to see what's, what, what the future with Travis Hamannick with the team is. I'd be the, very, 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 very yes. interested to see what's going to happen with him. Now, see, I don't think they, I don't even think they entertain putting JBD in that position because I think they'll feel like as of right now, they would lose him on waivers because yeah. somebody could easily add him onto a roster and make him a seventh D for right now, right? Well, it's so, it's, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's like, yeah, like it's all my point, my point is the way he's played, he's probably earned someone taking him off waivers as opposed to him clearing at this point. I know I, he I, didn't. I know he didn't get picked up this uh, training camp preseason, but I think he would be picked up now. I would agree, but it, York, I, you've you've seen guys come and go as much as I have, and this is not a slight on the player, but guys in that position are kind of a dime a dozen. Yeah, and every team has a defenseman that they figure they can keep within their organization as a seventh defense, right? It's yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. You're not you're not taking him unless you're thinking he's going to be in the lineup. For you the next night yeah d- d- yeah d- okay let shot, me put this right, out there. Right, yeah right shot the former first rounder he's got some upside sorry go ahead what are you putting out there would you put dominic kubalik on waivers no nope i'd put hammering on you're waiver. in a cap jail at the moment i would like, i would you I, I would put, can't get anything done you can't even I would, ice your best lineup right now because of the way this team is structured contractually. What's uh, what's Hamannick make? Two million. See him. See, is he two? He's he's two. I I I put Hamannick on waivers. If you look at where Otto is right now in the situation, the reason you keep around older D is because you're a team that's in the upper part of the league and you need that you need that depth. And Ottawa's just not there right now. They're in last place. Last place teams don't keep one point one. Yeah. I don't know if that clears enough, and yeah, it would clear enough. It, they would be cap compliant for sure. Yeah, and he probably has a better chance of getting picked up right now than Kubalik. Like that's a pretty manageable. But you can send Kubalik down. Is my point. If he clears, then you just you're mm. able to get cap relief. You, that's you know my how point. Much you're devaluing that asset so much by sending him down. You're basically yeah. declaring. You're that's basically fair. declaring. To, you're basically declaring to the NHL that this guy is so bad he can't even play on our team so that's not true that's not true and my and the only reason i say that is because they need to clear space they need to make decisions you still have to get mark castellick back in the lineup i'm not sure when that's coming but he's still on ltir there's another contract you've got to figure out how to get into this roster well they listen and i trade for john gibson (laughs) <laughs> you, you, are you his agent? You want John Gibson here in the worst way? Go get him, go get him, go get Gibby. Add him to the. They're gonna have the three-headed monster now. They're gonna have. That's what they three, need. Is another I'm goalie. Gonna, I'm just here to split the core up. <laughs> <laughs> go get John Gibson. <laughs> what is going on with Gibson anyhow? What's his story, Bob? I have no idea. I feels like he's been being moved for five years, but nothing's ever come of it. He's well, he's six point four million for the next three seasons. See, man, that's a steal. Go get him. <laughs> Go get him. Go get him. Okay, I gotta look over something the- up here on the NHL app. Where because Anaheim's actually they're okay, playing well, right? or yeah. much better, I should say. I, I had them on the other uh, last week. You know, they're ten and fourteen, so they're still not going to make the playoffs. But no, I don't know. It feels like that guy's got to. Give him a chance to go play. Well, do you think Ottawa is the place for him to play? 
I'm thinking he's probably got them on his no 10 team, no trade clause. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You get traded uh, from California to lose money in taxes. He's not going anywhere, but uh, to play on a worse team at the moment. Uh, yeah. Well, with just... a better, with a better window though. But you just signed Corpus Allo. Like you're not bringing in a $6.4 million goalie. You, oh yeah, this is, you don't even have money. Why are we even entertaining this? <laughs> he send loves Corpus Send Corpus Allo back. <laughs> I just okay, I just we, want Gibson in, in between the pipes. It solves a lot of problems. I don't know how to <laughs> do it, but you guys, you're going to have to tell me what's going on in the chat if the fans were with me. <laughs> Gibby a good uh, guy, Bobby? Gibby a good, good guy, I, good teammate? I, yeah, he is. I only know him sparingly, but yeah, good kid. Yeah. yeah I like he was him. so good. Like, Remember that little run he had where he was just like one of the best goalies in the world? What yeah. happened? I mean, look at what's playing in front of them. <laughs> they got the same. They got the Trevor Zegers um, oh. defense model out there. Hey, would you? Speaking of Zegers, like, is he? Would you have him on your team? I know we're all over the map here. I watched that yeah. guy play. He he drives me completely nuts watching him play. Like, he seems like he's more interested in doing YouTube videos. I was just gonna say he wants to be a TikTok star. He's out in California. You know what though? The NHL really really marketed him coming out and coming yeah. into the league and there, i get it you got a good looking kid that's coming into the league with all the hype and the fanfare and yeah they 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 marketed the hell out of him but um what i take no um and this is a, like i'm an offensive forward that cheated all over the ice <laughs> and <laughs> i watched him and something. i'm going buddy <laughs> like <laughs> you got to get back in your zone <laughs> so yeah. um no, I wouldn't, but I would take John Gibson. <laughs> so Give me. <laughs> Get him going. Um, so to, Smitty Designs, not in agreement with you, uh, Bobby. Not in agreement with Gibson? Uh, Bob's dumb as bricks, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, not, show, me a good go- show me a good goalie. I'll show you a good team. There you go. Uh, uh, all right. So, so yeah, to answer your question, you, I would wave Hamannick, too. I think it makes the most sense. And I would not waive Kubali because you're essentially saying we got rid of Debrinkat for nothing. Right. But again, it's not his team. Like, fair enough, but it's not his team. Sometimes you got to cut your losses, like even in yep. a business deal and move on. It's okay, true. Let's just, 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 let's just back up the car for a second here. Yeah. Okay. If you, Kubelik scored 20 last year. When, and I, listen, I don't want to pile on Hammond because I think he's done a nice little, I think he's done a nice job for, for, for Otto for what he's done. Do you remember when they picked him up, though? Like, they basically, nobody in the league wanted him at the time, and mm-hmm. they basically went through waivers, and they signed him, and then Pierre went and gave him a two-year deal. <laughs> like, last summer. They didn't have to give him a two-year deal. Like, other teams weren't going to give him a two-year deal. Nope, I agree. Um, it's but, it's so, like uh, Alex uh, Burroughs. And, mm-hmm. listen, this guy still comes, like, he comes to the work, to the rink he works already block shot he does everything that's asked from him but this to me it's just a business decision unfortunately you got to make business decisions that's what i would do too it just makes the most sense yeah the game's not kind sometimes and this would be a situation i'm a little hurt i got called dumb as bricks huh? <laughs> I, I didn't hear a word you just said Praise <laughs> <Bob's>. <laughs> it's, like, Man. it's okay hey listen it's okay i've been called I just, worse i've been called worse. yeah <laughs> yeah we just we just like to bring both sides to the table here sometimes okay. uh hey yeah. good question that just popped up can you send him down he's on a full no move clause not just a no trade clause well, there you go probably not I, you there's there's putting him on waivers is also sending him down right he can stay on waivers and still be up yeah but, so you can you can just he, he's waived but he's not I, I'm gonna. Chat. I I know there's people in the chat saying you can't put them on waivers. I believe you can. I don't believe no move clause affects waiver moves, but I have known to be wrong a few times. I, so, I, shouldn't you know that? Me? Come on, Bob. Shouldn't players know. know the the rules about whether or not they can be put on waivers? Players know nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Zero idea. Some guys don't even know the rules. A lot of guys don't know the rules. That is correct. I'll I'll guarantee you Brandstrom didn't know that rule about batting the puck out of the air when he took that penalty in the crease when he put his hand on it. He probably didn't know that you weren't allowed to do that. 
What's the rule? You have to know you can't close your hand on the puck. You can't can't close your hand and then throw the puck up the ice. Is that he what did he did? It he, actually, he, he, but guys, he grabs guys, it and then throws yeah, it. Yeah, the guy, you, guys think that's a penalty. I bet you he didn't know that was a penalty shot, though. Because guys know if you're in the crease, you can't put your hand on and cover it because that's a penalty shot. But I don't think he probably didn't know the rule that if you do that, it's a penalty shot. I Yeah, I would never have known that or guessed it. Right? I don't understand how you guys don't know the rules. I get it. I just don't understand why. Well, we just, yeah, I mean, it's five on five. <laughs> you go up the ice, down the ice, and you hope for the best. That's... <laughs> That's it. I, that's all I ever knew. <laughs> like, you could trust your instincts. Hey, Yorkie, and you'll you'll have to agree with me on this. The amount of times you go to do video and you're like, here's the here's the subtle little thing that we're changing for tonight. And then you find the guy five minutes later and ask him what it is. What do you think the odds are that he knows what the subtle little change is? Well, depending on the guy, but most a lot of guys, it goes yeah. flies right by him. Yep, you could ask. I would ask my line mates all the time. <laughs> God, all right, it's, uh, yeah. We still haven't. We so go. Ridley, Greg, by the way, we still haven't gotten to what his impact is in the roster. Well, what do you think um, it is? Since since he's been out of the lineup, Tarasenko's hasn't been the same player. Like, uh, fair. Yeah, I mean, I agree. He hasn't it, scored in thirteen games. I think it is fair. Here's here's how many games has Greg missed. Uh, t- it'll be 10. 10 yeah. I think it's 10 because of his LTIR. It has to be at least 10. So sensor and sensor. And I know they got a lot of games in hand right now. You still got to win your games in hand. So currently they sit in last place in the conference. One of the reasons you, you've got a rookie centerman that he's out of the lineup and he's been this important to your team. <laughs> Like, what does that say about the makeup but, of your group of forwards? Because they don't. Let's point have... out. Hold on one second. You're also missing Mark Kastelik and Thomas Shabbat for a partial of that time. Yeah. Thomas Shabbat comes back. They pitched their first shutout of the season. Shabbat was and Shabbat played very well. That just goes to show you. Yeah. He's a very he's a very important player. But they just again to the to the point they made earlier about the forwards. There's not a lot of guys that play with a ton of jam up there. Nope. And Mark Kastelik and Ridley Gregg both out of the lineup. It's a, it's a huge impact, I think, on this it's, team. It's, it just makes you harder to play against. Like, you just know there's not going to be a lot of freebies. Like, there's just guys out there, you know, this guy's not going to finish the hit. This guy's not going to block the shot. This guy's going to cheat a little bit. And Greg doesn't cheat. Hey, no, he plays nope. the game the right way. Um, Either does Kastelik. I don't think Parker Kelly does. Like, nope. Those third line, you- fourth line energy guys all have a significant impact i think why do you think why do you think rourke Scherche plays 10 minutes a night and nobody's ever heard of him because he does the right things yeah doesn't score or anything but you can at least you can trust him um he played 1848 yorkie okay rourke (laughs) your best pal rourke Scherche played 1848 against seattle they won two nothing, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Run it back. So uh, they've got to way, have. It's got to be the worst schedule in Sens history. All the sitting around and then two back to backs, like and not good back to backs either. Like like no, very very terrible planning. It's, and it's a tough week coming up too. Uh, one second as we get to that. Uh, let's get through some work here. Uh, Mark Angelos, our good friends. Uh, so we told you all through the month of November they were going to continue to uh, help fund. Um, men's mental health of Movember movement. Well, guess what? They're going to extend that for another week. The jobs, if you or, if you call them up and uh, book an insulation job, uh, they will continue to donate proceeds to the Movember movement. The jobs can be completed before October 31st, uh, 2024. Included with the booking and assessment of your home's ventilation system to ensure with new insulation, your home is warm and cozy this winter season. Uh, also help to keep the heating costs down, which are extremely high sometimes. Uh, did you know improper attic ventilation can affect the health of your home and the people who live there? If not, give Michelangelo's a call. They have the answers. They can help you out. Michelangelo's.com or call them 613-833-0001. Michelangelo's roofing and insulation, every detail covered. Bob? As always, our show brought to you by our friends over at BEI, Bonisher Excavating. 
uh, Ottawa Valley's heavy civil general contractor in both the public and the private sectors. When planning your next project, consider BEI for your aggregate, aggregate excuse me, supply needs. Um, you can find them at BonishereExcavating.com or at 613-432-1120 for all things, equipment rentals, haulage and floating, concrete formwork. They move stuff. BEI is helping to shape Ottawa Valley. And as always, slow down in construction zones. Uh, Bob, this might be for you. I don't want to put pressure on, but you have posted a lot of pictures lately of uh, you and your significant other having a wonderful time. So I'm just just letting <laughs> you know, Charm Diamond Centers, proudly Canadian and operated since 1972, more than 85 locations across the country through the Charm and their sister brands. Well, you could get a custom ring building delivered in less than four weeks with the Charm Masterpiece Program and an absolute unbeatable pricing policy. Holidays are coming up, Bob. Uh, perfect time to check out their large selection of Canadian lab-grown diamonds, mine diamonds, and don't pay until 2025. And don't forget the Canadian dollar. Um, Charm Diamond Center is giving you a chance to win a $5,000 gift card. Become a champion with the propose. How would you propose? One knee, the bend and snap. Uh, tag ch at Charm Diamonds on Instagram and a poster story with a video, a photo of your propose. And be sure to use the hashtag, the propose, to be entered. For more information, go to CharmDiamondCenters.com. Just got hot nope. in here. <laughs> is Lindsay listening uh, <laughs> usually so thank you you'll be getting a text <laughs> I'm just trying to help just trying to make the holidays a good time for everybody appreciate uh, it pal <laughs> so just back to Ridley Gregg and the importance that he does does he do we see then a different roster in the terms of its makeup if he's in it is is he that significant uh a piece right now Right, right now, yes, I think so. I hope he comes back because he he showed a little bit of that offensive flair. Like he's he's got that yep. in his game. I love the way that he would. He always got himself to the middle of the ice with the puck and kind of open things up for guys around him. So, um, between the offensive flair and and this is what you have to with young players that get injured, you have to hope he didn't lose that because he was playing with a ton of confidence. And you come back and then you're injured and you, you kind of you're watching games and you're watching players go by and you're not feeling like I remember getting injured when I was young. I didn't feel like I belonged because I was it was hurt and I came back and I had one toe in and, you know, try not to step on anybody else's toes. So you yeah. kind of defer. I hope he doesn't do that. I hope he comes back in and plays the exact way he went out in. Um, but we are but talking high said, ankle sprain. Yeah. yeah. So he's going to the pop's not going to be there. Right. That yeah. that pop off the stride. But uh, that being said, to answer your question in a roundabout way, yes, I think yeah. he is. I think he gives you a lot of elements you don't have right now. Um, and he's going to free up. He's going to get he's going to get to me off the ice a little bit like he's playing too mm -hmm. many minutes. Oh, he moves. He moves Sharche down to the fourth line. Perfect. Uh, like I'm, I'm probably upsets Yorkie. Uh, the penalty kill right now, ranked 28th. Oh. I would hope that perhaps he can make a difference there. Oh, Rourke, or, Rourke does, is, or does he kill penalties uh, right away with being from that kind of injury? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're 28th in the league. You got to plug him. Yeah, it just slot. It slots everybody so much better. Sharche is your perfect fourth line center. Does his PKs trustworthy out there? But just go back to the beginning. I I look at last year to Bob's point of the confidence. Last year when I watched Ridley Ridley Greg play, it was like okay, I got to be tough out there. So he takes some bad penalties and some bad parts of the ice. He just kind of, he figured it out in a hurry, didn't he, this year? Like of, and part of it's confidence. He just looked really comfortable on the ice, but also being comfortable sometimes makes you relax a little bit and you think that you've earned it. He played, he was playing every shift kind of like it was his last. Like, remember the one time he, he blew to break it up with that huge hit? Like he's, he does physical things that not a lot of other people on the team do up front. Like Brady does, but Brady's Brady. Um, I just, I just, it's something they're they're badly missing in the lineup right now, especially down the middle. To Bob's point, you can't have Timmy playing that many minutes. It's gonna, especially in December. You can't. You're gonna you're gonna burn out, or you're gonna get hurt. You can't. Mm. It's it's humanly impossible to play that many minutes with this many games coming up. You just, it's not gonna work. Yeah, and. It, it might work for a very, very short extended period of time, or it's not going to work for an extended period of time. You might get it in short term. It's a fix, but you're putting too much stress on the player. Yeah. Yeah. And the body. So yeah. I'm sure, just one more, like I'm sure like the, yeah. the coaches were looking at the schedule. They're seeing that. It was like, okay, 
we could just ride him one more game, one more game. We're going to have this much time off, and then hopefully Ridley's back, and then we can start getting him back in the lineup. Yeah. Uh, they are 5-5 five and five in the last 10 games, the Ottawa Senators. It always surprises me because of the way we view this team of right now because they they just don't seem to play well very often. And so to be 5-5 five and five is pretty good at 500. You would hover around a playoff spot for the most part. But does like every time they win, it seems to just settle the waters a bit. And then they go up. Like If you're going to play the New York Rangers, Toronto Maple Leafs, and perhaps Patrick Kane, and the Detroit Red Wings, that might be his first game, by the way. I, I, there's talk about him possibly playing tomorrow, but maybe not. Um, what a week you have planned. And we keep saying, well, maybe if they lose three in a row, it's going to be a change. But if they keep going 500 and bobbing around, nothing's going to change. Nope. Nope. I mean, the, the strength of schedule is not – they've had their easiest month, right? So it's just getting harder from here on out. Um, yeah. And every time you have a three- to four-game week, like you're going to have right at, leading into Christmas here – that's where your games in hand come, right? And you need to be winning. They have games in hand. You need to take care of home ice, and you need to you need to win the divisional games at this point. It's like you. I mean, it's it's hard to say that you have to switch into playoff mode in December, but that's kind of where where they're at. But you, but Bob, you can't manufacture that. I've no. I remember I've covered it throughout my career. We go, oh, every game's like must win at this point, but it's not. You guys don't feel that. No, you don't. We and say this it doesn't know how to play a playoff <laughs> game because they haven't been in one. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I, I'm gonna agree. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. But, yeah, but they get, I will say this: the good thing is with all with all these games coming up. If you do get into a role and start winning a few games, yeah. then you kind of stop thinking about things, and things just kind of organically happen. And it's like, oh boy, we've just won five out of the last six. So yeah, it's make or break. It's make or break time. December's make or break time, and we'll we'll have a lot more clarity, probably. You know, we flash that schedule up one more time. Um, well, look, you got New York, Toronto, Detroit, Carolina, even St. Louis is playing pretty yeah. well. Then Dallas, then you're heading into Vegas. Arizona is going to be pesky in that little rink. Colorado, Pittsburgh, like, my God. <laughs> so when you really, when you look at that gauntlet, if you want to get yourself back in the race, you're probably going to have to win out of those whatever eight or nine games you're gonna have to win seven of them when you okay. look can you show that one more time i'm sorry when you look at that that road trip has that western road trip from last year feel to it doesn't it when they were out there in march playing meaningful hockey yep and yep. some guys showed up some guys didn't that's a tough back-to-back -to -back. st louis to dallas Yep. Day off, you got the Stanley Cup champions, then you're going down for a woe game and you go finish up with Colorado. Like that's a make or break trip for me. If they if they don't if they don't gain ground on that trip, it's yeah, it's it's looking it's a, it's an ugly Christmas and it's an ugly January, February, yeah. March. Yeah, yeah. Because well, like to your point, playing 500 hockey, oh, we're 500 against some good teams. Normally, on a trip like that, you would be happy with 500, mm -hmm. but. Unfortunately, now they've put themselves in a position where you got to be better than that. I haven't, I haven't done the math of exactly how many games they have to win. You know, the, you need this many wins out of the next so many games, and I'm sure yeah. it's a, it's a large, it's a large amount. And then they've got, ton, they've got tons of games in hand, but it doesn't matter. It's the old saying: you, games in hand are only good if you win them. And here we go. Right, you got all these tomorrow, games coming up. Tomorrow, with the Sens play uh, their 20th game of the season, and most have yeah. played 22 or 25. Yeah. Just but to that point, though, are you guys talking about making up points? Um, the Edmonton Oilers are, they've won four in a row, and they're still six points back. And this, we're only a quarter of the way through the season. How hard it is to make up ground. Like mm -hmm. you've now reeled off eight straight points, you're still six back. And it's because all the other teams just need to kind of stay with you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. That, it's so that's the issue. They've, they've just dug such a hole. And I'm not saying it's impossible because there are instances where you just all of a sudden, number one, your goaltenders start playing like they're supposed to. The penalty kill starts getting better. Everyone's healthy and it looks like it's kind of trending that way right now. Finally, most of the roster is going to be back with the exception of Pinto, who's sometime in the new year, but 
we'll see. Never say never. Like, I don't want to be sound ultra pessimistic. Yeah, sure. There's a chance. It's been done before. There is absolutely a chance, but so many things have to go right. Um, Great start against Seattle. Um, But we'll see. It's the, 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 the odds are stacked greatly against them. But yeah, well, let's see. Let's see if this team finally starts playing like people projected it with. And now they're healthy. So now we can really see what's going to happen, right? We'll see how positive you are tomorrow when we do yeah. our lock of the day and you decide if you're going to take the Rangers or not, the league's best team. And you're going first. I'm, ta- I'm taking the Sands right now. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. No, no. If, I'm Just telling wait. you right now. Just wait. Maybe maybe there's a trade that happens before tomorrow so we can but, figure but out how to say- get this process. But in saying that, I have no idea. I still have no idea who's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand. They just had a 6-5 game against San Jose. I do understand, however. Uh, the odds are. Um, we're going to end on a positive, positive note today, gentlemen. Uh, so there's only 19, I think, shopping days left until uh, Christmas, by the way. Uh, so make gift shopping fun again with DoorDash. Shop on everyone's Shop for everyone on your list, all kinds of things. Um, with restaurants, groceries, pharmacies, bakeries, flower shops, gentlemen, uh, DoorDash really has everything you need to make the holiday special. Ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app and choose what you want from where you want. With Double Dash on DoorDash, you can order from multiple restaurants or stores in the same delivery without additional delivery fees, so everyone can get what they need. Uh, for a limited time, our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25, all uppercase letters. That's 25% off, $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you don't download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code NATION25. Offer valid in Canada, subject to change, terms apply. Okay, so our hot and cold performer, we went with Tim Stutzla. If you didn't see the stat, uh, he's the first senator to score 200 points before his 22nd birthday. Uh, 21 years, 321 days. Uh, he's Every time it seems he, he scores or puts up a point, it just seems to be almost another record statistic of some sort. I, I just, we rave about Tim Stutzla, and I don't know how to stop. <laughs> it, it's... Every night, something new. I, it, it, it's unbelievable what he's done to the, to this point in his career. And yeah. um, I, I, we talk about him so much, and it seems like some nights he's underwhelming. And we're like, no, he had a point. He was a plus one. <laughs> um, and just and then played like, oh, 82 well, minutes. Yeah, why yeah. didn't he have three? Um, but it, it's just a yeah, a remarkable start to career. So it, it's the uh, career tra- trajectory. Excuse me, is is pretty scary, isn't it? Yeah, like we all, everybody craps on Pierre Dorian all the time, uh, guilty. But I'll say this could go down as one of the best things he's ever done. And I'm not saying drafted him because I he was there when they picked and, and they were taking the kid from L.A. if he was available. But that contract they got him on, that's going to be like a contract for all ages. If he's like, I have no reason to believe he's not going to keep doing what he's doing. Like that is a great deal that they got him signed on. Like that's going to age like not well for the player, but extremely well for the, for the team. Uh, It it should. Absolutely. It'll be interesting to see, right. Always like fourth, fifth, six years. Like people right now, I said, we're going to enter end on a positive note. People right now are like, Josh Norris is making too much money. Right. So I'm just saying things change. It seems that things change uh, quickly when it comes to pro sports. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think we're ever going to have to say Timmy's making too much money, but the way he, it's going to be the steal of the, steal yep. of the NHL in a couple of years, I think. If you, if you, if you take a, a, somebody that just comes out, that's not really a Sens fan and you watch the Ottawa Senators play, you can't take your eyes off the guy. He's dancing on the ice. He's doing, Great. he's, he's falling down. He's standing up. He's doing stuff. He's batting pucks out of the air. He's unpredictable. That's why he's so fun to watch. Like he just, you don't know what the guy is going to do. That's why, to me, he's just so entertaining. He's he's like the modern version, I'll say, of Patrick. Or sorry, of Eric Carlson, um, that you would pay to watch play. I would pay yeah. to watch Tim Stutzla play. Me too. Yes, hundred uh, percent. All right. Yeah. It's the witch. It's it's the witching hour. We're at an hour here, Bob. 
Uh, Bob's alarm must have just gone off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get you getting the one worder from here on. Yeah, shut, yeah. shut it down. <laughs> it's like I need a coffee. It's three o'clock. I just gonna try to make it till nine thirty tonight. Uh, you know what? You know what's okay. a great combo, boys? A little coffee and a peanut butter cup. That's, that'll get you going. A little sugar, eh, Bob? I love it. I gotta go to Costco, boys, and I. uh it's the holiday season at Costco. I'm no. not like I I think no. you know what they should do. I'm gonna make I'm gonna be a millionaire. Um what do you mean you're gonna already? be? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> no. sorry. Uh, Correction again. Multi. But uh <laughs> I want to put an observation deck in, in Costco and just have a full bar up there and you can watch people just go at it up <laughs> top? for the holidays all of December. That would be good. That would so be like incredible. You're, like you got a VIP at Costco, you VIP room upstairs, you get a People and have a drink, coffee, whatever, and just watch the chaos. Got some nice sofas, a little big screen. Well, dollar hot dogs or whatever they are. Like it's it's great perfect. pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have a pie tonight. I like it. I I do not go to Costco in December. There's no there's no need for that. Oh. <laughs> That's a, Stay away. I got a new Stay house. Away. I gotta get it done. Gotta get it done. Well, you're a better man than we are. Right? And not all heroes wear capes, Bob. <laughs> well, they wear ugly Christmas sweaters. I got one coming. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, we uh, I'll let you get going because we're back here at 9 a.m. tomorrow uh, as we get you set for the New York Ranger game. So, um, gentlemen, enjoy your night, Bob. Good luck. We look forward to an update. Thank you, fellas. See you, guys. See you, boys. See you everybody. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode.